happy March, April. Yeah. April, March. April, March. Yeah. April, April March. It's, it's April. Some we do this every single time, but apparently the passage of time is like anomalous to us every time we go to record a podcast, which is probably appropriate because I feel like the passage of time is really just a mystery to all of us at this point, but we're halfway through the month of April. Yeah. Tax day is around the corner, everyone. It is. And you know, it's the it's the warm season. The tulips are up. We've we've passed cherry blossom season here in DC. They've peaked and moved on. So you know, it's and it's a busy, busy time as we look forward to this summer and this fall and cool events and lots of planning. So never, never a dull moment here at headquarters in Alexandria, Virginia. Never a dull moment. And I think this episode is actually a little bit of looking forward, which, you know, we can talk a little bit about what's coming down the pike later today, but also just a little bit of looking back and covering one more thing that we did at World Conference that was really, really cool and that we wanted to share with all of our listeners. Um, This year, we were excited to announce a new student award program competition, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, This is the Student Shark Tank competition. And if you're familiar with our student programs, you know that over the past several years, we've done things like the Club of the Future program, which asks our student members to think about the club of the future and what types of things they would like to see in in clubs in the future. And, And they would get to pitch those ideas to a room full of managers in an education session. And that was a great time, but the time for that award program kind of passed. And we were really looking for something new to rejuvenate our students and get them thinking forward and creatively about what the next steps in the club industry could look like. And we were inspired to create the Shark Tank competition. I'll give you a brief rundown of what Shark Tank looks like, but long story short, if you're familiar with the show Shark Tank, where entrepreneurs come up and they do a very short pitch to our panel of sharks, you know, most notably Mark Cuban. Um, He's my favorite shark, personally. Um, But they pitch their business idea to these sharks, and based on their pitch, the sharks decide whether or not they want to invest in that company. Similarly, the Student Shark Tank competition offers our student members the opportunity to share an idea that they have to a panel of club sharks. So our club professionals who volunteer to serve on that panel um, and conference attendees who were you know, at the presentation, but it gives them a chance to show off their outstanding ideas and their creativity. And this year, there were five different categories that students could choose from, and that was um, food and beverage, catering and events, golf, health and wellness, staff recruitment and retention, and communication. So um, we had individuals and groups from our student chapters submit one minute proposal videos back in I think December and those videos are actually all on our YouTube channel now so if you're interested in checking out some of those initial pitches you can head over to CMAA's YouTube channel which is Melissa it is youtube.com backslash my CMAA that's M-Y-C-M-A-A <laughs> You can find all of those videos there, but those videos were then evaluated by uh, an internal team 
and then the top five were chosen to go to round two and then after round two the top three ideas were chosen to present at World Conference. And these three, I think there were two partners and one individual in those three groups. Um, they each presented at World Conference to a room full of attendees. I mean, I was so impressed with the number of people who came to listen to these um, young people share their ideas, but they, they presented to these rooms and then our panel of sharks listened and deliberated and awarded the first ever Shark Tank competition winners. Um, they were our students from Niagara University, which was Gigi Ortiz and Kate Daphne. And I was fortunate enough to sit down with Gigi and Kate and chat with them about their idea. They, I think their idea, the best way to put it is it's a subscription style box that club staff would receive. And it's a form of training and staff appreciation. So I will kick it to that interview to let you hear a little bit more about their idea, how it came together, where they where they came up with it and how they envision it helping clubs in the future. Okay, so we are joined by Kate Daphne and Gigi Ortiz, two of our student members who participated in our inaugural Shark Tank competition this year at World Conference, and they both attend Niagara University, and I'm so excited to have them join us and talk to us a little bit about their Shark Tank idea, but first, I wanted to give them both a chance to tell us a little bit about themselves. Um, ladies, who are you? Tell us a little bit about Niagara and your involvement in CMAA. Um, yeah, I'll start. Uh, my name is Gigi Ortiz. I am a senior here at Niagara University. I am the president of our student chapter. Uh, I've been involved in CMAA since I was a freshman. And from there, I took on various roles such as um, membership coordinator and then became president. And at our school, CMAA is a great opportunity for students to learn about the club industry, but also hone in their leadership skills and work on professional development. So it's definitely an honor to serve as the president and be able to network with so many managers around the country. Yeah, and my name's Kate Daphne. Um, I am a current junior here on campus. So for me, this is only my third semester in the club, but we're kind of having a great time. I'm the current secretary and social media coordinator for our student chapter. Um, and honestly, I would completely agree with what Gigi just said. This is an amazing management and leadership training kind of course that we kind of look at, um, an opportunity for all of our students to grow. So it's been great. Absolutely. Well, that's really wonderful to hear. I mean, I knew Gigi when she was a freshman when I was handling the student program. So it's been really fun for me to watch her grow up. But just I love getting to know the student members and, and seeing you all learn and grow throughout your time um, within CMAA. And it's so fun for me to see that even then after graduation, when some of you get jobs and stay in the industry. So, yay. So proud of you guys. <laughs> All right, so let's dive in and talk a little bit about Shark Tank. Um, can you tell us what your Shark Tank idea was and then how you envision it being implemented at clubs? So I guess I'll add this and if we wanna keep it in, that's great. Um, kind of Shark Tank hit um, 
us like on our way back from Great Lakes Conference, we kind of just heard about it being a thing. Um, kind of an awesome opportunity. We're driving in a car, it's about three hours, like we're all just chatting, um, kind of talking about it. So it kind of came to us of like, what is the biggest problem that we're seeing in our industry? And that's retention and employee kind of like employees leaving the industry or maybe not feeling appreciated mm-hmm. and bring people back. So that was kind of our main problem. I don't know, if Gigi, if you wanted to take over in ter- terms of like what the actual idea then stemmed from. Yeah. So as Kate mentioned, like we're all hearing now about like the great resignation as everyone's calling it and everybody leaving the industry. And as college students, it is kind of scary to hear about as we're about to enter this industry and everyone's leaving it. So we as um, young managers have had opportunities to be entry-level employees, but then also to take on some management experience, Mm -hmm. which gives us a perspective of still being close to those entry-level employees and still being recently an entry-level employee giving us on kind of a different understanding and so I know that in my various positions that I always appreciated um, having the knowledge and being communicated with and it made doing my job much easier so we kind of wanted to incorporate how can we make training and communication fun and easier to help with the resignations and help keep staff engaged and so Kate had this idea for a subscription box and it really kind of built from that on how can we communicate with the employees in a different way because sometimes it's difficult our days get busy at the clubs or and you don't always have that opportunity to sit down and have the conversations you need to have but having that communication knowing what's going on knowing that you are able to do the job to the best of your abilities gives you that confidence to then continue working and to work and do your best So we wanted to hit the mark on all of those. And Mm -hmm. then as college students, we understand how fun it is to get free stuff. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I know every club store I go to, if I get a cup, I keep that. I've got a whole drawer of them. My mom says I don't need any more. Everybody loves to get something. And it oftentimes can show appreciation in the simplest of ways, even if it's just a cup or a shirt. And so we wanted to incorporate how can we make people proud of where they work and mm-hmm. show that off? So that's how we then built on the component of including merchandise in this box. And then it just kind of grew to what more can we add? Leadership books, training packets, and it grew from there. I love that. And I was fortunate enough to get to sit in on that Shark Tank session and listen to you, your presentation. Um, do you want to get, talk a little bit more about what else is included in that subscription box? Because I, I think the idea that you all had of of pairing something fun like free merch right with something educational that can kind of help continue in employees training but then also reinforce their ties to the club is really unique and it kind of goes beyond just the idea of like oh here's a subscription box for the club where you get free stuff or like we're going to mail some lame training stuff to your house have fun like it combines the two so do you want to talk a little bit more about what specific items you guys were kicking around um, and thinking about for what would be included? I know we kind of started off with things like your club's branded wine keys, getting wine keys. Maybe that goes with a training on the updated wine list that you just put out, or it goes with wine service training where you're doing like maybe informational packets Mm -hmm. or like more like pamphlets. And that's like your training, um, 
but you're also getting this really awesome thing delivered to your house. So things like mugs and maybe new apparel get sent that way or um, newsletters, whether that's the membership newsletter that maybe people aren't seeing all the time or don't have normal access to, mm-hmm. or that's an employee newsletter where you're shouting off like shouting out some of your staff that have just had golden moments over the last kind of few months. So that was kind of the main thing was mixing that training and education and appreciation with the awesome like little gifts that you would get and that excitement of like being able to return home from a 45 like hour week and get this awesome cute little package at your doorstep. I love that. Gigi, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, and also building upon that, everything Kate said, and then adding, um, like, um, menu components, and I know that working at a club has always intrigued me in these recipes. They're so, they look so good, they smell so good, the members talk about them, and sometimes you might not have the opportunity to try all of them, or you did get to try it and you really liked it, so mm-hmm. handing out even recipes to kind of go over what's in that to strengthen your menu knowledge, but to also give you that opportunity to try a club recipe. So mixing in, like Kate said, the fun with some training as well. I really love mm-hmm. that. Cause I think it's a cool opportunity to do like even group education to where like you could almost send home a recipe and maybe some key ingredients that, you know, maybe are harder to find in a store. Like you could go give them somebody a list, right? Of like, these are all the things you're going to need to make this recipe. We've sent you this fancy ingredient that you can't find. (laughs) And here's the recipe. We're going to do like a Zoom class with the chef and we're going to teach you how to make this thing and or whatever. Like, I feel like that that's a really cool way to drive engagement. And like you said, yeah, also just show appreciation. And like, now you get to try this really delicious meal that you probably don't have time to sit down and eat because you're working all day or this new cocktail that we've got or whatever it might be. I love that. I think that's really, really cool. And uh, if I were an employee at a club, I think I would really appreciate getting little surprises like that at home. And would you guys think of this being like a monthly thing, quarterly thing, or I guess it's adaptable, right? I suppose, however, any club would choose to do something like this, they could choose how frequent it would be. Mm -hmm. Just depending on the needs of like the employees and the means of the club necessarily. And because it can stem to different departments um, within like golf and grounds and housekeeping and the pool and fitness. And so Mm -hmm. depending on each department, they may have less training materials and it could be quarterly or it's something that they really enjoy giving to their mem- um, to their employees monthly. Awesome. Okay. So aside from the actual idea that UK's came up with, can you talk to me a little bit about what participating in the Shark Tank program was actually like? I would really like to get you uh, to share sort of what it was like from soup to nuts in terms of planning your idea, submitting the video initially, and sort of how that whole process went, because it's different than how we've done one of these competition programs in the past. Kate, you want to tell the story or me? Um, so I think maybe I'll give the shortened version, then you can do the fun <laughs> version. Um, anything that could have gone wrong went wrong um, behind the scenes. It was really just like, to kind of tell the first set of the stories when we um had the second round and we were on zoom we were had this great idea we were like we're gonna book out a classroom we're gonna go use this nice screen we're gonna stand in front we had this table set up it was like super professional we were like this is shark tank um and then the computer wasn't working of course and then 
the mouse unplugged itself to in a way that you couldn't replug it in and then it was the screen was going up and down like it was just I've never had that many techno technological glitches in my life um so about what was it two minutes or so before we were supposed to log in we like had completely given up on on our presentation idea and we're like okay we're just gonna have to stand here and look pretty and talk um (laughs) And all of a sudden, like Gigi's logging on to the Zoom, and I go, "Oh my gosh, I have a wireless mouse in my backpack!" <laughs> so like we had it, we plugged it in. Somehow it worked. Somehow we got it up perfectly in time. We had enough time to pretty much take a breath, step into our spot, and like go. Um, so <laughs> that was that was kind of the first hiccup. To send it over to the second hiccup. <laughs> Um, she definitely made that sound a lot less chaotic than it really was. Trampling, we were yelling, we were like, what do we do? Oh my gosh. Like we, and it was, to be honest, at 11.52, we were supposed to log on at 12 o'clock that this all happened. Of course. And I was like, we're supposed to be on there five minutes. Like she said, don't be late. Like we were absolutely going crazy. And then like Kate said, the minute, um, they logged on, it had just, magically fixed itself and everything <laughs> found the place um even funnier story too it was also a snow day as was the first time we talked about our presentation we initially had booked out a classroom for our first um 60 second presentation portion of the video we booked out a classroom we were all we had a box we had the things we were ready to go and then there was a snowstorm and so <laughs> I ended up, since I was one of the closest being called into work, I walked three blocks. I did it at work. We had this, we Zoomed with each other because we, I couldn't even get to school. I was snowed in. Um, It was craziness. And then this second time, it was also a snow, snow snowstorm. Luckily, I said, we are, we have a video um, conference tomorrow for this. I'm staying on campus so that we can do this because I will not allow the snow to um, add any more stress to this situation. So that was our initial preparation for this. Um, And then a lot of email refreshing to find out. Um, When we found out, uh, I was so excited. It was an initial like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting to then like, oh my gosh. Oh oh no, (laughs) we have to do this. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a big part of what intrigued me originally about Mm -hmm. the Shark Tank program as well as that. I I personally love public speaking. Um, not many people do, but I enjoy it. Um, and so as a freshman, I remember going to my first conference in Nashville mm-hmm. and seeing managers present and just being inspired by so many managers and leaders and wanting the opportunity to one day um, hone my craft and be able to present at the World Conference to other managers. So this opportunity was honestly a dream come true to be able to get to speak at conference so that was something that really intrigued me and then actually getting to fulfill that was a lot more nerve-wracking than I expected (laughs) day up to be honest um we were very nervous barely speaking to each other because we were so nervous but then (laughs) the minute we both stepped on stage it was like all of the nerves went out of the way and we were just ready to present our idea I will will say you guys sounded great and super practiced and very professional. So all those nerves didn't even matter. Couldn't tell. I will say that the snow strike was three separate times for each of them. The first second, the first time we had to do it, she was snowed in. The second time we had the technology issues. And the third time was our way on the way to San That's Diego right. itself. 
Um, so that was that was an interesting experience as well. So it somehow worked out. It all worked <laughs> out. Well, like I said, you guys were you sounded fantastic, and it was really cool to see that that room that you presented to at conference was full. I mean, there were almost no empty seats. There it was a great engagement from um, not just there were other students in the room too, but most of the people in there were our professional managers and to have them there to get to listen to you guys present you and the other two uh groups that that had ideas for shark tank it was really really neat and also just to see the the amount of engagement from the audience they were asking you guys really good questions and thinking like making you think a little bit further and like out of the box about your ideas which was pretty cool so um yeah it's it's a really neat program and i'm excited that it's come together and that it the first iteration of it went so well. So I look forward to seeing what our next batch of Shark Tank participants come up with. But you guys did a fantastic job. Um, okay, we can we can be done talking about Shark Tank stuff. Now I want to talk about what are your plans moving forward? Um, Kate, you said you're a junior. So do you have stuff lined up for the summer? Are you interning anywhere? Uh, yeah, right now I'm in kind of like the final communication for um, uh, social media and youth programming internship at Bretton Woods Country oh, or Bretton Woods Recreation Center. You'll be down so, there. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Very fun. Bretton Woods is a very cool um, location. It's super unique and I think you'll love it. So I really, I really look forward to hearing more about that from you. And Gigi, you're graduating. And did yes. I see you got a job? You're all lined up and ready to go? Yes, I am. I've accepted an assistant food and, be food and beverage manager. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> I've, accepted, um, I've accepted an assistant food and beverage manager position at Houston Country Club. Oh, very exciting. Congratulations. That will be a wonderful experience. And I look forward to hearing more about that, too, because I assume you'll stay very active in CMAA. Knowing who the GM is, <laughs> you won't have any trouble. Well, ladies, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. It was lovely getting to catch up with both of you. Um, good luck with the rest of your semester. It's crazy that it's almost over. I'm sure you're both like ready to be done. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This segment of the podcast has been brought to you by RSM, a CMAA education partner. RSM Audit, Tax, and Consulting Advisors, a global team specializing in developing custom insights for the middle market. RSM, experience the power of being understood. Learn more at rsmus.com. Well, that was a great interview. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. I was checking out real sharks at the beach last week. Um, so no, thankfully I did not see any, but it was warm weather. So hope everybody else gets their spring break this year. So now onto our announcements. It is time for our annual call to serve for the CMA Board of Directors. We are now receiving nominations for those interested in running for the National Board of Directors. Those nominations are due by May 31st. So check out our website at cmaa.org to find more information about what the process looks like and what credentials we're looking for in board members. And speaking of volunteers, Kyle. Yes. April 17th through the 23rd, which is 
almost it's next week as we're recording but when you listen to this it'll probably be this week um april 17th through the 23rd is national volunteer week and obviously this is a national celebration which is observed um, to promote and show appreciation for volunteerism and volunteering and for us it's an opportunity to say thank you to the hundreds of volunteers who work collaboratively with us throughout the year to provide you know, services. And we wanna recognize you all for your valuable contributions. And really, we hope that this not only you know, shows our volunteers appreciation, but inspires a new batch of volunteers to get involved with the association. So to all of all our volunteers, whether that's someone who is serving on a CMA national committee, who assists at national or their chapter events, who serves on a chapter board, um, or even if you just volunteer in your local communities, we want to say thank you. We are a better place because of people like you, and we hope you see your efforts toward advancing CMA's mission and vision in everything that we do. So thank you to all of our volunteers. We appreciate you so very much. And we definitely could not do it without you. No, we, we absolutely could not. <laughs> And while we're speaking about good ideas on this episode, make sure you visit uh, CMA's Idea Fair where you can steal some great ideas. This year there were more than 200 entries uh, entered across 18 different categories ranging from club events to employee incentives. And Kyle and I are working on some upcoming interviews with some of those folks to go deeper into those ideas. But if you're looking for something in the meantime, head to our website at cma.org to get all the great information and borrow some good ideas as you ramp up for your summer season. There's a lot of good ideas in there. I think I spent probably 45 minutes last week going through, as Melissa said, trying to trying to pick and choose some some ideas for us to talk about in the future on the podcast and in the magazine. I write that Idea Fair column as well. And and it's uh, there's no shortage of great things for me to want to share with the wider association. So take a few minutes visit the idea fair online get some might steal some ideas and maybe you'll come up maybe it will inspire you to come up with something brand new on your own for you to share in the idea fair next year there is no shortage of opportunities um i think as far as announcements that wraps us up i do want to call attention to the fact that we may be approaching summer which is uh, you know the busy time for our friends and clubs, but it is also beginning to be the busy a busy time here at CMAA as well. You know, we are looking straight down the path of planning all of our fall events. Um, so please, you know, stay tuned and stay engaged with their, the communications coming from us. We will be sharing a lot in the coming weeks about opportunities, education opportunities, networking opportunities for you in the fall, I guess late summer and fall. <laughs> there's going to be a lot on board so we look forward to connecting with everyone there too i guess like we, we're we've got a lot we've got a lot in the works and we're excited about it but uh we've got and also another you know podcast coming just around the corner too so <laughs> we'll talk to you all again very soon but until then i'm kyle that's melissa and uh, thanks for listening to Let's Talk Club Management. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Take care, friends. Bye.
The Let's Talk Club Management podcast is a podcast of the Club Management Association of America. Since 1927, CMAA has been the largest professional association for managers of membership clubs throughout the U.S. and internationally. The objectives of the association are to promote relationships between club management professionals and other similar professions, to encourage the education and advancement of members, and to provide the resources needed for efficient and successful club operations. Under the covenants of professionalism, education, leadership, and community, CMAA continues to extend its reach as the leader in the club management practice. CMAA is headquartered in Alexandria, Virginia, with more than 40 professional chapters and more than 40 student chapters and colonies. Please learn more at www.cmaa.org. Org.